Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Everybody, welcome to Mark Hummel's Harmonica Party. And I'm sitting here with the James Cotton Band. And these fellas have been playing together off and on for at least at least 20 years, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, let me introduce everybody one by one. So we have Cross here is the bass player and his brother is Mark. Mac. Mark Mac. So we're gonna say Cross Mac, just for Charles Mac Cross. <laughs> <laughs> we're really gonna confuse everybody. Cross Charles Mac. Cross. cross Charles Mac. He, he's just, as his name, Cross Charles Mac. Cross. And we have Rico McFarland here in the middle. Cross Rico McFarland. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be very, everyone's going to get very cross at interview. But uh, Rico, you basically got uh, the Mac brothers in the band yeah. with Cotton. Yeah. And then we have Tom Holland here, on, uh, who's uh, one of the two guitar players along with Rico. And uh, basically, we have a Chicago blues band. Yep. Oh, yeah. It started with James in the, uh, would, would it be late 90s that you guys yeah, started? Yeah. But you were in the band yeah, much earlier. Much earlier. Yeah. 50s. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, from, uh, I would say from 92 on up. In and out. 92, yeah. And so were you in there like when Cotton started doing the trio thing? Yeah. You were in that direction? Yeah, I did all of that. Oh, right. Acoustic thing with David, right. With David Maxwell. Right. With Dave Maxwell. Yeah. yeah. And Daryl Hulich. Exactly. And Daryl's the only guy we don't have here. Right. right. <laughs> we couldn't pry we, him away we from the Daryl. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. did yeah. say he did say hello. Yeah. I yeah. sent him the photo of everybody. <laughs> okay. said, Come said on hello. now. Come on now. We know. Him. Oh, and I got to mention the late uh, Mo. Uh, Mojo Buford? Mojo Buford. Mojo Buford, who was, yeah, who was a real so character. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a real character, yeah. Yeah. So, and, okay, and Joe Beard. And Joe Beard. Yeah, my good buddy Joe yeah, Beard. Yeah, and I love yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Can't Wanna, forget the late Joel O'Neill. Uh, Noel O'Neill, right? yeah. yeah. Right. So there's a lot of lot of history in the, on this yeah. couch right here. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of weight to put. <laughs> <laughs> One time we have a super-sized couch here. <laughs> Extra good construction. And we all used to be slim. <laughs> You're all slim when you joined the band. Yeah. 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 Hey, and I'll tell you, maybe I'll be pretty in. Yeah. Now we're all Today's great. Today's stop every 50 miles. Restaurant. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
so what I wanted to just kind of get get with you guys, I mean, one thing I really got from hanging, I mean, hanging around with all you guys, but this morning at breakfast talking with Mark and, mm-hmm. and Tom was just really, I mean, you guys are like a band of brothers. I mean, that's yeah, really how I, 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 that's what I get from you guys. Oh, yeah, so. we've, been, we've been around each other so long. Yeah. And you all look out for each other. Yeah. It's, it's really a, it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, we, might, we get mad at each other sometimes. We, yeah, well, you we still like brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like brothers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, and so it's really a great thing to, to just be around you guys and to play with you guys. It's just yeah. such a thrill. Oh, we have the ball, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm so crazy about James Cotton's music for since I was a teenager. And, uh, and he had just such a huge influence on me just as a, as a player. But then when I got to know him as a person and, and, and hearing you guys share stories about James, it's just, you know, he was such a, a salt of the earth guy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, what I loved about him. A, a lot of history, man. Yeah, just so much history. He was always one of these guys who was at the right place at the right time in blues history. Oh, yeah? You know, between Sonny Boy Williamson, you know, taking him under his wing when he was a teenager wow. and then and then moving up to Memphis and, and, and recording at Sun Studios and then joining Muddy Waters in 1956, I think it was, and staying with Muddy for 12 years. And then starting that first band that he had with uh, Luther Tucker yep, yep. and, and uh, Al- Alberta Gianquente and Francis Clay and, and yep. Bob Anderson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just had nothing but great bands the whole time. Oh, yeah. He, always, he, he always kept a good band. Yeah. yeah. Always. And the thing I really like about what you guys was, were telling me was just how he looked after his bands. Yeah. yeah. And I love the story you had about... Uh, that when he would be on stage, he would always thank each one of you guys personally. Yeah, I thought that, yeah. that was a, such a beautiful oh, yeah. thing. And it's so rare in this business oh, to, yeah. to come across band leaders that really... Especially nowadays. Nowadays in particular. <laughs> yeah, they don't realize that you no, know, it's, no. the, it's the sum of the whole that makes up yeah. you know, a great band. Yeah, and yeah. that was, I think, yeah. one of the things that James always kept a good band because he was a sideman first. So exactly. he, knew, he knew how it was for all of us. Right. You know. Right. Right. Never on stage, if we made a mistake, would James ever turn around right. or look at us or stop? Now, maybe if it's something funny, he may turn around and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> He'll turn around and laugh at you or laugh with you. Yeah. You know, but never would he, you know. Yell at you. Or, yeah. or, or bring it out to the crowd right. that you right. made a mistake, you know. Yeah. If we made a mistake, the crowd would never know. We would know. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the crowd would never know. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you were pretty much his band leader, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, before Killer, Killer uh, Ray Allison brought mm-hmm. me in. He was a band leader then. Right. Then after Ray left, he said, I need somebody, I need somebody to take over my band, man. And so I said, oh, shit, I, didn't <laughs> I didn't want to do that one. <laughs> But he kind of just pushed it over, so he wanted me to just keep his band tight. So, right. so that's what I did. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I miss him, miss him every day, man. I yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it was wonderful when I met you guys at the Cotton Tribute. Right. That you guys were there. This was in in Fall River, Massachusetts, about four years ago. Right. And that you know you guys got a chance to be there and, and kind of show everyone. What kind of band James right. had? Right, you know yeah, that was a good show. That was a really <laughs> great show. show, and we had Daryl with us, and yeah. that was it was really 
Yeah. Yeah. Something. That was good. We had Jacqueline crying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was, that was a good one, man. He, he could never say Daryl's name all the way. What do you call him? Daryl Lewis. Daryl Lewis. Daryl Lewis. Daryl would be trying to say Daryl. That was just Stephen Daryl. He'll never get that one. So just leave that alone. Right. So just describe a little bit what it was like hanging, you know, like driving from town to town with, with James. I mean, James didn't read or write, but he could get you guys to all the gigs. Yeah, he, he, uh, he pretty much knew his way. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's lot, he couldn't read a lot of signs like that. I was teaching him how to read how to, through the airport, you know, how to get to his base. Yeah. But he couldn't... Uh, he couldn't read like that, you know. Hardy could ever, you know, count his money. You know, that was like the second artist I've been with that couldn't really count money like that. I'm not that interesting. How the king, he couldn't, right? He couldn't count money either. So uh, pretty much, I had to take care of a lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff on the road for him. Right. Make sure he didn't get, you know, yeah, I mean, go to promote, promote or the club and only get the money. And right. Make sure he didn't, you know, get cheated. Yeah. So you know, it was it was really really hard, you know, hard for him. But you know, he was, he got it after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you know, you take him up to so much money, you know. But he could count. But it was just so if he gets a lot, right? You know, you know. Right. Yeah. But I pretty much took care of a lot, a lot of stuff. You know, that's why I was glad when Jacqueline came on the road. I was like, right. <laughs> Lighten that load up, you know. But, uh, and you guys were in there with Tom Heimdall, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Time off, yeah, he came on the road. He was, as he used to be a keyboard player. Right, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, he would sit in sometimes on keyboards. Right. Some of those kids, yeah. He started, he started driving, yeah, because he was in, he came, he was he driving? Yeah, he started driving when I came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went on keyboard anymore, so. Right. Because he was, he was living with Cotton. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know that. He was staying in Cotton in the basement, you know. Yeah. Wow. Was that that was in Austin or was no, it in Chicago? In Chicago. The story Tom told me was he got hired to play keyboards. They did one road trip mm-hmm. and everybody in the band said, fire that keyboard player. Yeah. <laughs> and James liked him, saw something in him, and the next road trip they went out, he wasn't playing keyboards. He was the he was the driver. The driver. And, yeah. the, and the road management. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He took care of a lot. He took, oh, care, yeah. he took care of Cotton. Yeah. 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 I don't think he would have. He had a big job to do, didn't he? Yes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the understatement of the year. Yeah. Cotton was was pretty much of a wild man. Yeah, he was a wild. Once, once oh, he yeah. started drinking oh, yeah. and, and smoking and all that, yeah. he was like, look yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit much, I think, for old Cotton. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, he loved Tom like he was his own kid. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. he did too. Yeah. Like I said, he lived, he lived in Cotton Basement at least said, six years. It was, it was a long time. Yeah, wow. Plus he took care of, you know, Cotton's wife got sick, you know, with cancer. And he had, took care of her. Mm-hmm. That was in Chicago? In Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he took it. He was around the family a lot. Yeah. So when you started with him, he was still living in Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fifteen, I want to say. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Hell, right? Hell, yeah. Yeah. Michael Smith lived right down the street. Yeah, they lived down the street with each other. That's where we all met up. You know, we all the time. You know, because his son was out driving for
Was he? Okay. And he died too. Yeah, he died. Right. Yeah. So um what I can ask you guys about about James. Well, I mean, how much did he like tell stories and stuff in the day? Well, he always tell stories. Well, he was a thinker, man. Yeah. Back like when he was on the road, I used to sit up. When I did sit up front, I was like, man, what are you thinking about? Going up down this road, he's like, all the time I've been up in the road, on this road, and all my buddies, he'd be thinking about you know, all his buddies he lost. All right. Yeah, he told me that too. And, uh, yeah. It was just, you know, he was just thinking a lot. But, you know, I guess he'd been out here on many years. And, yeah. Muddy and all of them. He was oldest. He was really tight with Oldest Bay. I knew he was. Yeah. yeah. They used to live in Muddy's basement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, yeah. he was tight with Oldest. That, you see, that really, that really hurt him. I bet. Well, it's interesting that he always would get keyboard players could really play like others. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, like Dave Maxwell or Albert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jim oh, yeah. He, loved, he, he loved Dave. Man. Yeah. 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 So I, I, when he Dave got without him, he gets hippie from. <laughs> 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 I knew Dave from uh, Freddie King's band. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah, so he, was, he was a great, he was a great player. Great keyboard. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's on one of my records. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. David, man. Yeah. Great guy, you till he get that liquor in him. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be a constant theme. <laughs> Once you get the liquor, it's like it's all over. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, man. He was a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Don't you know that's the tunes of a blues man? Yeah, it is. Is that liquor? Oh man, I went, when I quit drinking, I didn't think you could play blues. <laughs> I just thought, no, it's not going to come out right. God, it's hard to believe all these guys are gone, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's, really that's, that's, that's what he, he thought about all the time. Well, very yeah. strange, yeah. Especially, you know, when Muddy went out there, you know, that hurt him, too. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, it was, was popular, man. Mojo? Yeah, yeah, Mojo. He was crazy about Mojo. Yeah. 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 You know, and that was that was the thing, you know, when when all of the the guys, you know, Started dying, you know. This last, you know, the 15, last fifteen years, the last yeah. fifteen years or so, yeah. you know, a lot of times somebody would die, and we'd be out on the road, and James would kind of just giggle a little bit, go, oh, "Need another one." Yeah. yeah. And then you know, but once when Hubert died, right. and, and Pine Top, him and Hubert, and really, they, they all they all died within you know yeah. six months of each other. Right. And Willie. That, yeah, and Willie, yeah. Oh, yeah. When those three died, yeah. that was... that yeah, was he, he didn't really think he would make it that long. No, no. And he, he, thought, James thought he would probably die about shit 20 years ago. Man, oh, I, I James used to, James used to tell me that all that. the time. If yeah. you would have laid on it, odds that James lived all these Well, that was, that was why he would always, yeah. you know, he went, so, hey, James, did you hear so-and-so that, well, beat another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was like, he was like, I didn't think I'd make it this long. No. You know. No, he didn't. And, uh, you know, which I think she took care of him. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to give her that praise. Yeah. That's for sure. He wouldn't have been around. No, no. Right? I remember one time going to pay him at the end of the night, and he had his shirt off, and it was like all the bullet holes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that was one of those things you don't see that very often. No, no. You know what I mean? To tell him, I was like, like a surgeon blade crisscross with your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Look like what? Look like a surgeon blade crisscross with your chest. You know, I'm like, Shut up, Louise. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
he wants you to get best with it with a joke. If you got a good joke in, you better watch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back with a good one. Yeah. That's right. You're going to beat him on that one. But I mean, that's one thing. The thing, thing that really always struck me about Pat was just when I first met him, I was 15. Wow. I, met him at, I met him at the Ashgrove in LA. Wow. And it was the very first time I saw that band with Matt Murphy, Woo. Charles Kelmese, Kenny Johnson, and Lil Bo. Yeah. And what did I say, Matt? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, you know, Lil Bo just died. Did he really? Yeah, he just died. Wow. Three months ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, you know, I mean, when I saw that band, it was like, that was really out of the water. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I met James, you know, on the break. I was just a punk wow. kid, and I walked up and shook his hand, and, and I go, man, you're one of my favorite harp players. And I go, what's your favorite album? And he goes, I like all of them. <laughs> and, I go, and I go, not me, I like those first two. You know? And he just laughed, you know, it was just his whole attitude. It was just, you know, he just had this great, great thing about, especially young people. Yeah. I think he had a real thing about young people that were into blues, you know, it was like, oh, yeah. and, and that's why it's so cool that whenever he would, you know, like meet a young hard player like Kyle or, yeah, or who yeah. was the kid, Josh, Josh. you know, yeah. 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 and he was just so, you know, um, he was so accepting of, uh, and yeah. so encouraging yeah. of young people yeah. that were playing blues. And I think it was because of Sonny Boy, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. when he was a youngster yeah, and went up to Sonny Boy. It was a DJ, and I can't think of his name. He just passed to Van and Heller. You know oh, Sonny Paint? Yeah. yeah. Sonny yeah. used to tell me stories about James. Outside of, you know, outside of looking in the window at the radio station, throwing rocks and stuff at these little boys. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think your little boy was going to be James Cotty years ago. That is something. <laughs> and you tell him the story, and I was like, wow, man, he knew a lot about James. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is something. Yeah. You guys here, what I'd like to do is just kind of ask each of you what James meant to you personally in terms of your relationship with him and playing in a band with him for so long. Uh, so I'll start with you, Cross. Um, don't start. Josh, Josh. It was uh, for me. Um, James was like a father yeah. to us. He he always took care of us, and uh, on stage and off stage, and he was always observant when he was around us. He could be okay. What's going on? You know. So he. He had, he had a, a lot of qualities, just just that family, the family thing. He made us feel like, you know, we're all a part of the family. Um, I'll stop crying. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to hold you. I hate <laughs> So, you know, there are some things that, I, um, that I, I didn't experience until I started playing, playing with James. And part of that was how he shared, he shared the stage. Right. With with his his band, yeah. and also with his friends and people that he knew, mm-hmm. or like you were saying, the young kids that that he knew, he'd call them up and he'd encourage them, and and that that was one of the things that was really important. It stuck out to me because uh, I've never been in a band in the past where the band leader would say, "Hey, uh, bass player, get up, uh, sing," or yeah. take a solo. 
Like, so when he did that, the first time it threw me off. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you don't think of bass yeah, players yeah, running like soloing yeah. in a blues band. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's one of the things that, um, the things I learned from him are, are the things that do with my band. Because it's every, every musician is an artist and every artist has, has a voice. And, uh, to whatever extent of that voice is, they have they should have the ability to be able to express it, and um, and again that's the appre- appreciation and the learning that I had was okay. You don't hawk the stage, you know. Right. You've got other people, and they're they're growing, and and again by by James starting off as a side man, I think that was a, that was the thing that he kind of learned. It's like, okay, I'm going to do things different. And right. so from him, that's when I'm like, man, you know, it's, it's, it started a, a spark for me. So I'm like, okay, man, get up, get up there, do your thing, show, show your voice. Right. Don't, don't hold back. And he would always say, he was like, all right, don't. He's like, you know, the first time I was doing it, second time, and he's like, ja, take your time. <laughs> so I get up there, you know, I'm like, oh man, we heard me get everything I can do. It's like, oh, it's like, speak, say, say what you have to say. Don't rush out what what you want to say. And um, those those are things that stuck out. Sticking up for for the band, when, you know, there were times we uh, was one time we were. Uh, Hungry and want to stop at right. the restaurant. I right. told the story, and I think I missed yeah. out some of this stuff. Yeah. But you know, uh, James, um, James was like the band wants to eat here. Turn the band around, and that's yeah. what Tom was with. Right. With, with turn right. behind dogs with the band, and uh, he's like, "No, nah, we need to just keep going. We'll we'll stop somewhere else." And it was, this was like a popular place. <laughs> James slammed his uh, hand down on the dashboard. He's like, God damn it. I made a call to be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of us are like, oh yeah, I'm talking about Jay again. <laughs> so it, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that, that I've learned and I will forever have that with me. And I hope that one day I'll be able to share that with my band members. And so even if they, they're not with me in the long haul, they'll take that with their band when they start it. It's like, you know, share the wealth. Be be that man, be that band leader, yeah. and stand up, be be a family. Because yeah. that's what a band is supposed to be. It's right. supposed to be a family looking out for each other. Yeah. So that's uh so before I start getting teary eyed stuff, so well that's great. Yeah. Well thanks, Cross. Yeah. All right. right. So Rico. I, I, well, I know you guys, <laughs> you, you, you got so much, you got the longest history of anybody here in terms of playing. Well, like Charles said, he, uh, the thing I, lo- I loved about him, man, was more of a family, man. He would, my, my, my parents was crazy about him. And my mom would cook him all, everything you want, you, you know, you call my mom, you know, so she loved her peach cobbler. He would drive or have somebody drive him. Just, well, I was in Champaign, Illinois, and he would have somebody drive him down there just to see my mother and father. My father named was James, too. James wow. my father. So. Yeah. And he would just sit out there and talk and, and talk and he'd go in there and eat and go, he'd go in there. She'd drive him, go to bed, go in back in the bedroom, go to bed, go to sleep. And man, he would, he loved my mom, man. 
He's, he's really all about family, man. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of things that, that I got from him. Because I, you know, I didn't know, when I came in, I didn't know who he wanted, what he wanted me to play or, he loved my rhythm, my yeah. rhythm techniques, you know. But I was like, man, I, you know, I want, you know, the guys that came before me. So, and I say, who did you really like? Who was a guitar player? And he said, uh, of course he said Matt Murphy. Right. I had been studying Matt all the Yeah, time. and you sound like yeah, yeah. very similar. He yeah. said Luther, Luther Tucker and uh, right. and he and, uh, he would, and I said, man, he would used to come over to my house and say, what? <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> come on, he said those those are the, the guys that he really loved. Right. Boys playing, but yeah, he was just a, all around. He was like a father figure, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's what I got from him. And I love that about him. Yeah, you know. Did he led by example? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know I, I love that man. But yeah, I, I miss him. I miss him every day. I miss him calling me, man. You always call me, Louis, Louis. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, I ain't doing that bad. <laughs> what you doing? You gotta be doing something. I ain't doing that, Jays. No, and I miss that. Yeah, you know, yeah. that phone ring. You know. Yeah. You always, I say, you must miss me. Yeah, I miss you, I miss you. I miss you. You know, even I went, when I went on the road with, with uh, he never stopped me from like what I wanted to do. Right. You know, because it was one little, one little thank, time. And thank you for that. Right. that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was one little you know, and I was like, you know, he was about to say, because he wasn't working. He had to start. That's the only reason I, I would, you know, leave and come back. Because you're working a little bit, and I said, man, right. I got a call. I got to go out with Lucky, because Lucky's big in Europe. Mm -hmm. He's like, go get that money. Go get that money. He was all right. about it. He was like, sitting, oh, man. You know, yeah, you and Lucky Peterson started, right? right. Didn't you start together? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And Little Melton's band. Little band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? But yeah, he was, he never held me back on things I wanted to do. Yeah. And that's what I, he wasn't selfish like that. Right. And that's what right. I, that's what I loved about him. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah, I miss him. Yeah. How about you, Mark? Man, I got so many stories about <laughs> Rico. They pretty much said, oh, I just, James was a mentor, father figure to us. If something was bothering you personally, you know, he talked to you and he, he gave you some good advice. Yeah. Right. Uh, things I like about him or something you talked to him about. Because between you and him, he didn't tell the whole band what was right. going on. Uh, when I came to James, I think at that time, I was pretty much the weakest link in the band. Uh, James and Rico, you know. Yeah, you were saying Rico showed me a lot. Yeah, I gave him a little credit. He knew how to play. Right? He, just, he, he didn't know what James liked. Right, and James was used to Ray Allison. You know, he always right. had a high energy. Yeah, oh, yeah. very high energy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he just you know yeah. he, he could play when he came here. Yeah, uh, James taught me a lot of things, and he told me a lot of things. Like when the band would walk away or something, he tell me he said, "You're you're playing, you're doing this." He said, "But you know, you want to entertain too." You know, he was like, uh, "I noticed you." sit there kind of tight and through that you know i learned to just become me you know have my own feel and move and me and james used to do a thing where he introduced everybody he would get to me last and when he get ready to turn and introduce me i would look up at the marquee and i'd be like 
And he laughed. <laughs> he said, Play John John. I probably turned around and said, Oh, <laughs> John, Mr. Mark back from Chicago. And uh, that James was, he's my eating buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff he wasn't supposed to eat. He got a burger from with all that bacon and stuff on him. Go give me one. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bit of a teenager, wasn't he? Right. <laughs> he's a big old big teenager. He was a big teenager. Yeah. I remember I used to tease James every show, you know, because he would be drinking alcohol and he stopped drinking. I'd be like, you want to drink? I don't, I don't drink either, but I was like, you want to drink? Yeah, man, drink. Just drink, James. Yeah. I said, you can't handle it no way. Well, one time in Japan, <laughs> yeah, <there we> go. <laughs> yeah James, you, you learned your lesson that night. James had a ride, they would always give him a bottle of scotch. So, before the show, I it was your birthday. It, I guess it was. I, I can't believe it was. Yeah, I came to the dressing room, and James had, you know, glasses like this. He had a bottle of scotch. He says, boy, Tom, just sit down. Boy, him sounds like maybe that much in there. He says, drink. Hmm. I, said, I said, what? He said, no, oh, y'all bought me every night. Drink. He said, you drink yours, I'm going to drink mine. I said, James, uh, he said, hold up, you want me to go first? <laughs> drink the whole thing. Oh, he said, okay. He said, your turn. <laughs> I said, Charles. Drink it. No, no, ain't nobody helping you with this. <laughs> I, I drink that glass of scotch, and man, feel like the rest of them went down like really easy. Torture was laid inside of me. I drink that one drink. He said, Nah, don't bother me about drinking no more. I said, You got it. I went out there with doing this, this show in the middle of I can barely sit over there alone. I made it through. But when I got back, I couldn't walk. I knew how to get to the van. <laughs> and he was laughing. He said, like, look, 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 look. They won't bother me no more. <laughs> he was a bit of a prankster, though. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 He had some good ones, man. He loved pranks. Yeah, he loved that. that and yeah. he was sitting around and laughing about it. Yeah, that laugh though was what gets you way oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Even on stage, after that, the next the next night we're playing, <laughs> and I'm up there, he like look at he say, like, <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd they were like, what, what are you talking about? And right. these guys were laughing, right. <laughs> and he was looking at me like, ah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he was a prankster. I miss him. I me and him, like I say, we had our little jokes. I used to call him all the time at home. I wasn't in the band anymore, but I would call him. He gave me a harp, a new harp, when all these harps came in. Took one, he was looking at him, and he said, I said, he said, I learned how to play it. You know, so my joke to him was he was at home and he was kind of sick, so I called him and talked to him all the time. I said, James, I said, I beefed up my harp. He said, you what? I said, I beefed up my harp. How you do that? I said, well, I put a little four-cylinder engine on it. I said, so, I said, wait till you see this. He said, man, you better be careful. He said, that thing you're going to put in your mouth, you're going to fly away with it. <laughs> I always had to come back. I said, no, I'm not going to. So, the last time I talked to him, I said, James, 
He said, how's that hawk, that, that four-cylinder? I said, oh, man, James. I said, I had a new paint job put on it. I said, I got a V8 on it now. He said, what? He said, what you going to play it or you going to ride it? <laughs> and Jack was in the background laughing. He said, I got to see this thing. I said, yeah, I'm thinking about putting some new handlebars on it and stuff so it could just hook on my shoulder and not just play it without holding it. He said, he said well, I tell you, I got to see that. I got to see that thing. That was our last conversation. But, he laughed at and said, he said, boy, that boy cracked me up talking about that harmonica. <laughs> How often did he play drums with you guys? It was like that way he was a sound yeah. check or something. Sound check? No, you talking about I was telling him when I had the time I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, James, James. He could have played. And he could get up there and play something. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Take the whole pocket. But then when I come back, I'd be standing over there talking about, I don't need it. You say, tell me to wait. He was waiting for that. He was waiting for that out for that souped-up harmonica. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> he used to love when Francis Clay came around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Francis. Yeah. yeah, I knew Francis really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did a beautiful thing one night when uh, Francis came by, and after the gig, like Francis was just standing in front of the club, and Cotton goes by. Rolled down the window and he gave him like 500 bucks. Yeah. Just, yeah. You'd be cheap up until you need, if you really need something, you yeah. could just give yeah. you the money. Oh, yeah, he'd give it to you. Yeah, yeah exactly. he'd have to pay a bill or something. Yeah. He'd yeah. just give you the money. Yeah. But so Francis like that, had some hard times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. he did. You know, he yeah. had some hard That was his old buddy. That was his buddy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Clay would come out pretty much every yeah, time. Yeah, time. Every, every time, time he every had time. Play the Bay Area, blue, yeah. you come out. Yeah, so. sure did. Yeah. So Tom, what's what's uh, you? You're kind of the newest newest I, guy I, in the I band. Was, I was the but newest you were guy. Twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. I came in uh, after Rico. You uh, kind of got Rico's mantle yes, in a way. I did. <laughs> I did in the friend, and, and yeah. what always made me laugh about the first six months, every time we'd go out on the road, there'd be at least two or three people who'd come up and, you are no legal McFarland. <laughs> and I said, I, 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 am, I am very aware of that. <laughs> and I said, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then they followed up, you seem to know what you're doing, so you, you are right by us, but you still know Rico. <laughs> And, you know, but I ended up, you know, when, when they hired me, you know, I was, it was a, I was the fill-in for a West Coast run. And, you know, Tom Heimdall called me for right. a gig, you know, and I didn't ask him, you know, he's like, this is, this is Tom Heimdall, James Cotton Management. <laughs> um, we need a guitar player to go to the West Coast for three weeks, and we got your name, and um, you come very highly recommended. Yeah, I'm like, yes, yeah. Because I had been I had been playing around Chicago with some of the with some bands with some, and so when so I was just like, okay, I'm in. He's like, what? I said, I'm in. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't ask, I didn't ask about money. I right. didn't ask where we were going. I just said, I'm in. Right. And hung up the phone. Right. 
And I'm like, you know, I, you know, I was like, you just let me know when we're leaving and I'll be ready. And so we drove from Chicago out to California. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're halfway through, we're halfway through Kansas or something. You know, it's the middle of the night, Tom's driving and I'm riding shotgun. And he finally turns the music down. He's like, I'm a little confused. You just said, okay. You didn't ask who was in the band, how much you paid. And I said, well, when James Cotton calls, you don't say no. I'm like, I've been, in, I've been on the road long enough with enough bands to know when James Cotton calls, you, you take that call. And you right. and, and he just kind of shook his head. He's like, I guess we'll see. <laughs> and after- And you outlasted Tom. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mac brothers, <laughs> and you guys were in the band at the time? Yeah, yep, they, Mark and Charles were in the band. And we got them. The first gig was at Eli's Mile High Club. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And apparently, I had no like, idea that James played there. Apparently, it was when we got the night we got, you know, when we were loading in, it was the second. I think it was the second. I remember now. Yeah. That was when the, the, the new guy took it over and he only lasted yes. for one week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the guy no, from Biscuits and Blues. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I remember. And it was so we, we played a game, you know. Because when we were driving out there, Tom's hammering me about, you got to learn this, and, you know, this is, you know, there are stops, there's this, there's that, and I just kept saying, it's blues, man, it's not brain surgery, it's right. blues, I got this. You know, I kept right. telling him, I've been playing these songs for years with other bands, right. and in my own band, and I said, I know the stuff. Yeah. He's like, you've never played it with James Cotton, he's the one that was there when I was like, I, I, you don't have to convince me. I'm already on. I'm already in the band. Now that's a manager, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we get done with the first gig, and we're all sitting there waiting to get paid. And he goes, you know, he's paying everybody. He gets to me last, and he hands me my money, and he's shaking, he's still shaking his head. He's like, usually I have to yell at the new guy because the new guy usually he's like, you've been, you sound like you've been playing with James for twenty years. I said, I told you, I know what I'm doing. And he's like, well, th this is going to work very well for you if you keep this up, right. you know, and, you know, and then, you know, we were out for three weeks. I think it was, it was about three weeks. And, and, you know, so I knew that it was, you know, probably just going to be one or two runs, you know, and then they'll call me if they need me. Right. You know, and, you know, and by the middle of the run, you know, James didn't know, didn't know my name. I was just the new guy. Right. It was, hey, you, hey, hey, you, hey, fella, hey, you, hey, new guy. <laughs> you know, couldn't remember my name to save right. my life. Right. And one night I took a solo and did something, you know, it was probably some kind of Luther Tucker run or something. And he swung around in his chair, his eyes got all big. We got to why did you want to do that? And I said, well, you know I used to play with John Primer. John Primer, I don't play that little type of shit. <laughs> he was, why did you want to do that? And I said, well, I, I said, I've done my homework. He was, what's your name again? <laughs> I tell him, oh, Tom Holland. Well, Tom Holland, you, 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 might, you might just have got yourself a gig. <laughs> and, you know, and so then it was 12 years of filling in. <laughs> yep.
Yeah. Rico never came back to reclaim his chair. You guys played together off and under in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, you know, yeah. there were, there were. Because I mean, yeah. you guys got a real interesting thing. I was going to say between the the, the, the the Mac Brothers rhythm section yeah. and, the, and the two guitar players that you guys play so different at yeah, the exactly. same time. You guys, you know, it's like there's a great contrast in this. Yeah, thing. that's what I love about. It. Yeah, you always call me, you know, I need you, I need you. I said, all right, like, put the bed, put something together. Yeah, yeah. I said, all right, Jay, we're going to do this today. I'm working. I said, I'm working on that day, Dad. Cancel it. Cancel it, man. But I wind up canceling it, you know, you know, what do you call it? I was try, I tried to be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was you know, a yeah. piece of work, man. <laughs> but yeah, it was... It was, you know, and that was, but that was the one thing that always tripped me out. You're not Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I never no, said I was. <laughs> I said, no, my name is Tom. Well, These hands will never move as fast as Rico. Right. Well, personally, I think I played just as good as Rico. <laughs> <laughs> On a good day. <laughs> Only I had a guitar right now to show y'all. <laughs> I had a guitar right now, I would show y'all. And a harmonica with a motor on it. That's right. <laughs> you know what? I'm getting the engine rebuilt on my heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least you got it out of the pawn shop. <laughs> but he used, to, he, used to, he used to get mad. He used to get mad at me on, on the, when I come on. He come on the stage because I was trying to give him you know, stuff to play. I had to have a moment's peace. You know, <laughs> like, come on, come on, man, come on. Because I knew he could play. Right. So I had to, I need to push him. You know, but yeah. he get me. It wasn't easy. He get pissed off, man. But when he did get it, he got it. You know, I ain't, I ain't turn around no more. I ain't mess with him no more. Well, my introduction to you guys, you know, playing with you was was on that uh, was doing that uh, uh, tribute thing, yeah, tribute thing yeah, with James yeah, yeah. for James, and just and playing with you guys was such a yeah, it was like such a different level, man. But we didn't know we were doing it with you, and they came. Well, it was kind of like it was it's weird. I mean, you guys. I talked about it off and on. Originally, James Montgomery wanted me to do it with his band, yeah. and I think Rick Esther came over. You got to play with the cotton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we love you, James. Though. Yeah. Right. James, yeah. James, he was another. He loved cotton. Yeah, he yeah. did love cotton. And, and actually, James was. A, James told me. James Montgomery called me. He goes. He goes. You're the first guy I called mm -hmm. to have on this tribute mm -hmm. yeah. to cotton. He goes because I know how much you love them, and I know how much. You know, he goes, I want you to play the Creeper on yeah, yeah. He was like really big on me playing yeah, that song. song yeah. And so when we got to play it together, yeah, I mean, right. I played some songs with you guys with Daryl, mm -hmm. but when I got to play the Creeper with you guys, it was like, I, I keep telling you guys, it was like being on the cow catcher of a locomotive. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you, guys, uh, you guys supercharged yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't slack with him, man. No. no. Uh -huh. you had to, you had yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially on that thing, he'd be throwing reeds out. And oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was always the, 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 the thing about cotton that they'd always say is, they were always oh, high. man, he would yeah. suck the reeds right out of the Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was happening. I was saying, yeah. and, and we've all seen it. And you'd yeah. see, oh, yeah. see him, like, spit him out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and then he'd take the heart. Yeah. Grab another. Yeah. yeah. And I would say, you know, the first time I ever had him on one of my blowouts in 2001, mm. he was like, you know, he blew out a heart. Give me a 
<laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> and these guys got really mad at me when, 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 when they saw me do that. They were like, man, James got in your arm. I said, yeah, because I know what he'd do to it. Nobody's going to blow it out, man. Oh, yeah. But, man, it's, it's been really tremendous playing with you guys and getting here to come on and talk about James and, and your experience. And, and, and I love you for, you know, yeah. for doing this. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.